we're going to talk about everything free, uh, the value of it, the curse of it, and uh, just sort of my take on it, specifically from a financial planner point of view. And, um, and, and I think from a, bit, from a business point of view, it's really important to look at that. But I'm also going to delve a little bit into the personal side of, of, of that. So we're really looking forward. It's a bit of a different kind of episode, I think, for me. Um, but something that I've noticed so much over the last two months and something that I just, it's on my heart, you know, sometimes you feel like there's something we need to talk about and I'm pretty sure you'll get a lot of value from it. This is Propulsion, the podcast for forward thinking and driven and ambitious financial planning professionals. It is the catalyst to the exponential growth of your financial planning practice, your business or your franchise. Uh, this is where professionals come in order to learn about the latest technology, to learn about best practice when it comes to running and managing their business, as well as marketing, sales, relationship building, the best and most valuable interviews with local and international guests, and a whole host of other things. Without any further ado, here is your host, François de Toy. To the feature topic. Now, the feature topic today is all about uh, sort of free, and I want to talk about uh, the different forms of free, I think, which is important to understand, because when I, even when I made the uh, when I made this this thumbnail to say, well, you know, I want to break free, I, you can interpret this in so many different ways, and I was even questioning myself, like, <laughs> what am I talking about, yeah, or what do I want to talk about, and what do I actually mean? What, what part of I want to break free resonates most with me, apart from the song in my head, thanks to Freddie Mercury. Um, it is just important for me to, uh, there's quite a few things that I noticed over the last two months. And specifically, um, I did this thing where I went back onto Facebook for some reason in December. Um, I know why, because there's a few groups to which I belong and which I did a few things and challenges and things that I that I had to be there. But now you see all this, these things again from, from my past, basically, where, you know, I'm part of all of these different groups. So you have people that are into e-commerce, you have people that are into live streaming, you have people that are into, into video making, you have people that are into web design and these kind of things. And over and over and over again, like people come and say, you know what, what can I, you know, what free tools are available? You know, what can I use that doesn't cost anything? And, and it, it just stood out for me because I was one of those people quite a few years ago um, or the two, even two years ago, not even that that much. I was also always looking for the free thing, and then how can we do this without paying for it, and how can we do that without paying for it? And I think that is the main sort of part for uh, from my perspective that I want to talk about today is the free in the sense of business and free in the sense of um, you know con consumption. I would say, uh, but also I might delve a little bit deeper into into the other part, which it might mean that you know I'm. Yeah, I, I, I want to break free from a lot of things. So, so it might also be, be that. Um, let's start off with um, the different forms of, of free. And for me, um, if you look at the definitions, there's really two definitions that, that come up. On the one hand, it's got to do with being restricted. So it's, it's being able to act uh, and do as you wish, and you're not under the control of, of another, or whatever that may be. Um, and uh, it can also mean that you're no longer confined or imprisoned. Now, hopefully, none of us have been imprisoned, um, but you know, maybe you don't have to be imprisoned in a jail. Maybe in our lives, we just imprison ourselves for whatever reason. But being free, in that sense, is good because it means that you can do what you want. Um, well, 
with within boundaries, I guess. But you can do what you want. You can move where you want. You can all of those kind of things. It's in your control when you are free. You have more control. The other part of it means, and it's simple, the definition, without cost or payment. Now, that's the one that really sometimes now at this point where, where I am, and, and I'll get into it because I'll share with you sort of, I understand there's a process and I understand there's sort of, I'm going to look at the value for free. I'm going to see if I can see that, but um, that's definitely something that I'll look into. All right. So um, as I said, both of these are really important in our lives. Uh, and they're equally important in our business. So that's sort of uh, what I want to delve into now. So my question then becomes is, well, you know, if something is free, okay, and uh, specifically from a business point of view, is there value? What is the value of free? And I actually wanted to call this episode the power of free, um, but I thought like, no, that's also not, not true because I think, yes, free can be powerful in certain senses, but um, I rather wanted to get into both sides of this yin and yang sort of situation with free being what's the value and what's the curse of this. So if we look at the value, well, there isn't any value uh, in my mind, um, unless you value something. Now, I mean, let's take a simple example. It's been a, quite a long while since you've been to any kind of conference in person, although these things are starting to happen again. Have you still got, some of you do, I know, because <laughs> I was one of those, my wife says, I love paper. But do you still have the little booklets and pens and all the brochures and all the stuff that you got there, even the bag that it came in? Do you still have those? Or did you throw it away? Did you not even take it out of the car? Some of you might have, and that's cool. But most of us just, nah, lots of money was spent on it. Lots of care was taken to make it look nice and make it valuable. But we didn't value it simply because we didn't pay for it. If you go and purchase a pen, they could have given you any kind of pen, I would assume, a partner from a waterman or something. Um, but they can give you a pen, quite a nice, decent pen. And probably within a week or two, you don't even know where that pen is. But you go and purchase that same pen, you look after it because you value it and you, you spend money on it. And that for me is just, you know, like if I really think about this, like most of the things that you get for free, and sometimes we, we become entitled. We just want these things for free because we've always had them for free. Why do I now need to pay? I mean, what a conundrum to sit with. Um, but that's definitely something that, that, that also creeps up. Now, there could be value. So I want to put a big but there. Um, there, could be, there could be value. And when could there be value? Well, I think there's value when we we have an opportunity to experience something when we have the opportunity to assess something if we have the opportunity then to make a decision off the back of that that can be valuable it's always this thing like i know us south africans love doing um something like uh, you know try before you buy we want to experience it first we first want a little taste you know uh, even the restaurants, you go there, sometimes they give you something to eat or they show you the menu or things before you even go and sit so that you can have peace of mind that this is the place where you want to be. But um, yeah, and then I think it's the opportunity sometimes for us to, to, um, to, to get on our feet. You know, when you do your new business, you're a new practice, it's hard to just go and pay. If I see what I pay now for licenses, just for software that we use, it's actually, actually, I won't say ridiculous because it makes it makes money and it is it absolutely makes my business run a lot better. But 
I went from paying nothing <laughs> to paying a lot more than nothing. And there's a few things that go with that, and I'll get into that in a second um, of, of the things that, that have improved as a result of me paying for my software. And software is just one example, but definitely something to, to sort of consider. And um, I think it's if, you can, if you can have that opportunity to get on your feet and try things and use things that are free, it helps you. It absolutely helps you. But we must be very careful that we don't get stuck there and then say we want now we want everything for free. And whenever suddenly the thing changes and you need to pay for it, then you know, then understand if you got value from it. Because I think that's one of the curses is that we lose sight of what is valuable. All right. So let's get into, into um the curse of of being of, of things that are free or just are free in, in general. Um I think for me, the biggest thing is the impact it has on future expectations. Now, you can put yourself in, in those shoes and, and think about the things that you don't want to pay for, you refuse. And I've seen this a lot. Like we recently did renovations, hence the new need for a studio. Of course, my studio is now a bathroom. Um, the So what I saw here, when, when you talk to the builder or the, the, the construction people and so forth, you know, and you want to do this and you want to do that and you, and then they're all like, no, 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 you don't, don't this. And like, I would never pay this for that. And you know, that kind of stuff, because in their mind, they know, and I'm going to say this without any, any proof. So, so just take it with a pinch of salt, but they will, they know what things really cost and they know the markups and the things that they do, et cetera, et cetera. So if they install anything and you don't go and buy it yourself, they do. Um, they would do different things and get it for a much cheaper price probably or, you know, things like that. So in their mind, I would never pay it that because I could get it for this. So I'm not going to pay 10,000 Rand for a bath. I'm going, I will only pay five because I can get it for five. And a bath is a bath in his opinion. But they lose sight of the fact of what is important to the person that is buying this and, and sort of why they are doing what they are doing. And, and from that perspective, I think, you know, their own outlook is like, no, no, this is too expensive, too expensive. I said to the guy that, that was building here, I said, if it wasn't for people like me, you would not have a business. So I see the same thing happening with, with financial planners where we do not want to charge people for things that we should be charging for, as an example, uh, one, because maybe we don't know how to position it. But secondly, we've never charged for it before. So how can I start charging now? So again, that thing about that future expectation that was created. But yeah, at the end of the day, you know, you, you, you clients won't value the things and they won't engage in the things that they just simply get for free. Or the problem is that they, they, they start connecting you and associating you and me with this specific thing of this is how we work. Uh, and I recently was part of a conversation where quite a big FSP lost a client to a smaller FSP because the client felt that this small FSP can do more for them and their value proposition is better than this big FSP, which is absolutely not true. Like we looked at the things that they're getting and they are definitely like they get that and more at the current FSP. But sometimes people will move from where things are free um, and being used in the traditional sense and then go somewhere else and start, suddenly start paying. And that's always my thing. Like, where did we lose the plot? Where did we miss the opportunity to sort of change what we needed to change? Or how did we miss what the client really values 
and were, were willing uh, or was willing to, to pay for. So that's the first thing. So future expectations, and it's a negative impact on future expectations because often people then say, well, Francho, you always do these things for free. And uh, if somebody wants something for free, we send them to Francho as an example. Um, the same thing probably happens in your life, um, exactly that. The other problem is that when we when we think about the, the curse side of, of fees, and I don't know if curse is the right word, but we don't see value anywhere. We tend to value very little things because we don't put value into the small things. We we just, you know, these things are free. These things, I can get this here for free. I know this person. That one can help me with this. And everybody's doing chintzis for Amal. Um, but that is quite an important, important one as well. Now, the biggest thing, if you're a business and you do things for free versus you charge for things, here's, here's my big thing. I would argue, okay, and I stand to be corrected and I'm open for debate, but I, I, I'm of the opinion that when you do something for free for someone, unless, unless your intent is to, to sell them something else at the end, but if you do something for free, the effort that is put into that, the effort that is expended, the care that is taken is not at the same level as that of a when you, when you charge for something and somebody actually paid you for the work that you're doing. The same thing, if you're getting something for free, don't expect the person's best work ever south of the North Pole. It's not going to happen because they need to go somewhere else where they can actually make money. So very important point. Just understand the three things. A negative impact on future expectations that people associate with you. Uh, we ourselves don't see value. So we, we want, we also get into that, into that circle. And then the impact, the negative impact on our effort um, that we employ when, when we're doing work that we do for free. Now, um, as I said, there are opportunities where one would do that. Um, I'm doing stuff for free now, um, but it is out of my own choice. I wasn't asked. I was actually asked, what is your fee? And I said, you know what, in this instance, I'll just do it. But it's much better to be in that position to be able to do that than people constantly asking you to do things for free. Um, it's, it's, it's a much, much nicer position just to say, you know what, it's fine. I'll do this with, with my compliments or pro bono or whatever. And that's the other thing. Don't do it for free. Um, because often when we do things for free, it's, it's hardly that we will ever do it from a point of view where we don't expect anything in return. Even if, you, even, even if we say we don't, there's a small thing like somewhere, you know, you owe me or you know what, maybe if I do this, then I'll get that. You know, there's always that thing playing in the back of your mind versus if you do pro bono work, I think if you go pro bono, pro bono is really, well, one, you don't use the word free, which is fantastic. Um, you don't use the word with my compliments um, because it still then feels like somebody owes you. Pro bono for me is a professional thing that makes sure that we, we do it just because we want to do it. We simply give because we don't expect anything in return. So if we really want to do something for free, do it pro bono. And it might be a play on words, but I'm telling you, it's got an impact on your mindset. It's got an impact on the mindset of, of clients and people that, that needs to refer other clients to you. If I say it starts with me, um, if I want everything for free, everybody else will want things for free from me. It's amazing how it works. I guess it's got, I don't know, is it the law of attraction? Is it just the vibes and the energy that we put into the universe. And that's what really then um, where you go, because the way that you do these things is that's the direction in which you go, you know, and then, you know, like that, 
there is the saying that like attracts like. So, um, you know, if you want things for free, people looking for free things will also come to you. So it has to start with us to say, you know what, no more free, no more. And I say no more, but I say it with a caveat to say, well, unless you decide it's free, that's it. But people coming to ask you for, for certain things, people asking for, and don't get me wrong, I'm not talking like this isn't happening to me, but it is, it's literally, it has happened previously, like, you know, a couple of years ago, where people would say, you know what, but you can get exposure and we can, can do those kind of things. There's, there is no much value in exposure, let me tell you. Exposure doesn't put uh, butter on your bread or anything like that. So it's more the principle of charging something. So you don't have to charge maybe what you are set to charge. And let me, let me share that story with you. So um, when I started off in 2015, 2016, obviously, I mean, I was, I was, I would say well known in certain circles, but it was a very, very small circle. And those people always came to my training that I did and things, but I did that just as part of my job. It wasn't my job. It's just something that I did on the back of, of I never like, even realized how much I liked it. So that's sort of um, what I did back then. And then in, uh, I started obviously my own training business and sort of creating content and these kind of things. And I really battled to get bookings. Now, uh, in my mind, it was also a case of, I was thinking like, I can't sell. <laughs> That's the first place I went, I can't sell. You know, I, I don't have a, a, a compelling value proposition. I, and I did, but the confidence, there was absolutely no confidence at that point. And then sort of, I started working with someone and we started looking at different things. And this person went, okay, so what do you do? How many people did it? Da, 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 and they come up with this elaborate figure, right? Like really crazy. I don't even charge that today. And they said to me, like, this is what you should be charging. So I walked out of there very excited and think, Papa, no gatos geld, Mark, okay? Um, because that's why you're in business, right? You do want to make money. And off I went. And the first meeting, second meeting, third meeting, fourth meeting, fifth meeting, like, went very well. And then no business, no business, no bookings. Until this one meeting where I sat there and I decided, you know what? A full diary with a lot less is worth a lot more than an empty diary wanting to charge a lot more. So in that meeting, I simply went with my gut and I said, this is what I can do. I will do this. And that's where it started. And it was the one after the next, after the next, after the next. And um, what I'm trying to get to is here that you need to build that track record as well. Um, so yes, if you've been doing things for free or pro bono or with your compliments or whatever it was, uh, but you've always given good service, you've got a good relationship, you have an asset from which you can now build to, to start implementing other things. And again, the session is not about charging fees at all. Um, this is simply for me about being able to, to just understand our own psyche and say, if I want things for free, people want things for free for me as well. Um, and that's maybe not so good for, 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 for business. The other thing I wrote an article a while back, quite a while back, was around, you know, is free really free? there's one way to distinguish whether somebody's really doing something for free or whether there's an alternative intention or motive uh, for giving the things for free. If you look at the business that they are in um, and the thing that they give you for free is a hundred percent in line with the business that they do, then happiness, go for it. If they give it to you for free, but they sell or promote or deliver something completely different, but it is kind of, related then you uh, you need to watch out because then this is a way to generate sort of things and that's when the emails start coming and the phone calls and the whatsapps and the and the stuff 
So um, very importantly that, you know, just distinguish between that. And even when we decide to do certain things for free pro bono with our compliments, is that, is that the thing that you actually do? So think about the financial planning week where we do uh, complimentary and pro bono sessions with people and you do that, but that's 100% in line with what you do. But if you start giving away, let's very, very, very simple example. If we start giving away water bottles, okay, for free, but we actually do financial planning, like those two things, you know, probably we're going to ask you, here's a water bottle, but please can I have all your details? And that's not a good place to be, in my opinion. That's not where I want my business to go and my business to be. Um, but yeah, so so those are some of the things that I that I feel around free and why I feel like I want to break free. They shouldn't be free. They should only be free if you decide that it's free. And uh, there must be a very good reason for you to to do that. We often see this in software where you you have this free trial um, to test it. But then after that, it's usually a paid thing. Or there's many of the softwares that we use that you have to start paying immediately. You can cancel later or you can you have a 30-day money-back guarantee, but you need to pay now. You need to commit now. And funny enough, like how many of the softwares have you signed up for for a free trial and never looked at it? Never, because you're not paying a cent. But go and, and get a piece of software and you pay for it. You'll make sure that you, that you use it. A last thought on, on this before I end off um, is literally... Um, if I think about software again, it's just because I work in software a lot at the moment. And you, you see all of these different permutations of how people try to get people to use this. Now, here's the danger in, in your practice, right? I'm going to relate this back to your practice. This is the danger. If you, have, if you are using a lot of free software in your, in your practice, there's a reason why there's a lot of them. Because... It's inevitable that on the free version of that software, one, you never get support. So that, that's the first thing. But second thing is that you don't have all the features that you need. So now what do we do? We start looking for other software with those features that are free so that I can use this software for this, that software for the next thing. This software does this. And before you know it, one, you have five or 10 sort of licenses that you or software that, that you're using. And you've got to get to know them. You've got to learn to use them. And it takes so much time and so much effort versus getting the software that covers 80% of your need and then paying for that and then making sure that, you know, it gets used properly and then, uh, you know, build it from there. So, so this is where all my thinking comes from around this whole thing around free. Um, in another session, I'll probably share with you all the things like, because freedom is a, is a very important, important um, thing for me and uh, freedom to make choices, to go places, freedom to be able to do how, what I want to do, how I want to do it. So that's very important to me. So we'll definitely chat about that somewhere in the future as well. Ladies and gentlemen, that is not mumbo number five, but um, yeah, it is definitely uh, episode one of season three. Uh, I really thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. And uh, I hope that you have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you back next week. Same time, same place. Stay safe and remember to raise the bar. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening. Remember to check out the live show, uh, Propulsion Live, on YouTube every Friday at 7 a.m. South African time. You can find it at www.propulsion.co.za forward slash live. That's propulsion.co.za forward slash live. And please remember to subscribe, share with your colleagues, your friends, and anyone who may find value like you did in this podcast. Once again, thank you very much, and we'll see you in the next episode.